0: Later on, Media Armed. Um, I can't think of another company that has a pre installed button for their smart assistant. Google's always had that problem where they're like, everyone's always a little bit like, okay, you probably have my social security number. <laughs> hey there, welcome back to Media Armed. Wow, it's been a while. Um, Long story short, obviously, I, I alluded to it in the social media, but life got in the way a lot recently, and I've just now finally been able to bring the podcast back. But I couldn't be happier because I got pretty much the best guest <laughs> you could possibly have for the first uh, the first episode back, Luke Fabricatore. I um, this is this is pre planned, but I, I I have to I have to call you the the jack of all graphical trades just because. Um, I'm still struggling, still struggling to find a more apt description of you. So um, I would just say that's probably the most accurate.
1: Well, I'm incredibly honored to be here. Thank you. Um, that I feel like that title is, uh, is a is a bit too flattering, but I really I appreciate think, it. I
0: think it's pretty modest because it's pretty true. <laughs> but you know, we'll agree to, we'll agree to disagree. Right. <laughs> so we're talking about smart assistants this time, obviously. Um, and I wanted to start off by. Um, disclosing that Luke and I are kind of very very uh Google brand loyal in a lot of different ways um I think it's I think it's worth mentioning that outright because obviously we're talking about Google assistant at some point in the in the in the episode and I don't want the uh, I, I I don't want to make this like a, a Google assistant like uh obsession party this that's not that's not what I'm about I'm just gonna we're just gonna be talking about. All the major smart assistants, and talk about how the once kind of like fight to be the best has kind of subsided, and it's kind of become uh, it's kind of kind of become a lot more focused as to what each smart assistant does over time. Okay, I think I think we'll I think we'll just kind of go on go down the list a little bit here, just kind of relax and talk about mm-hmm. it. So I, I want I want to talk about um, well, first of all, there's I'm, I'm gonna be talking about the. Probably like five ish. Uh, yeah, the the five um, the five major ones that I thought of um, being yep. Siri, Bixby, Alexa, Google Assistant, and Cortana. Um, obviously, we'll explain in in a little detail some of the more the lesser known ones. Um, first of all, I want I want to start off with Bixby just to get off. Uh, maybe <laughs> maybe the worst. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, maybe it, maybe uh, one of the. Also, le- less popular ones. Um, Bixby's the smart assistant on Samsung phones. It's pre-installed. Um, there's no getting around it. You're stuck with it. Even though, I mean, yeah. I, I I currently have a Samsung phone. Um, I've used Bixby a little bit, and it's just really, really bare bones. It's like it. it Bixby feels like the. Um, it feels like very, very prototypey almost. It feels like first gen. And it really just, it's, it doesn't really do much beyond the basic, like smart assistant tasks. Like it'll, it'll set a reminder for you and it will set a timer. It'll tell you what the weather is, but it's like in 2020, when smart assistants are getting super, super advanced with like context recognition and stuff like that, Bixby really, really just feels super out of date with every passing day.
1: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. I just... I don't really know why they continue to develop it. It just seems a little bit outdated, (laughs) a little bit like, like in 2016, it would have been a great thing, I feel like, but in 2020, it just doesn't make sense for it to be here.
0: Yeah. And Bixby struggles from the like kind of two front attack because you have, um, you have Google assistant that's pre-installed in pretty much every single Android phone nowadays. And so it's like you have um, you have your Samsung user who has a dedicated Bixby button on most of them. I think the the 2020 Samsung phones might have dropped that, but on the phone I have, that Samsung S10 and and before that for a couple of years, they've had a dedicated Bixby button, which makes it which is very very strange because um, hmm. I can't think of another company that has a pre installed button for their smart assistant, let alone a pre installed <laughs> button for like pretty much any task besides one you can like, you know, assign to something yourself. And so yeah. so Samsung users are in a weird, uh, a weird spot where it's, you have Bixby pre-installed on the phone and it has a button, but the Google Assistant is really, really integrated into the Samsung phones already through, um, you know, the, the automatic weather updates and stuff like that, and being able to just swipe up from the bottom of the screen like most Android phones and being able to activate Google Assistant. It's like Bixby doesn't really do a ton that the other uh, (laughs) pre-installed smart assistant on your phone doesn't do uh, a lot more naturally and a lot um, with a lot less bloat because Bixby also has probably the most jarring voice of any smart assistant. It just, it's pretty bad. it, it, It doesn't sound natural at all. It just sounds very, very robotic and, I think most people who are using the smart assistants like of any kind, like in terms of like the voice feature of it, I'm pretty sure most people appreciate a a very human sounding voice just so it's a more natural uh, conversation with them.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, I mean, just like and I mean, going back like to that conversational thing, I mean, the fact that like in 2020, it still doesn't have conversational tools like the fact that they can understand context and things of that nature of course it yeah i mean like throwing in the button i just like all of these things coming together it felt like like samsung had a half-baked product and sure okay it works somewhat well for some tasks but like it (laughs) like them them trying to to get that like with the button and with other things like trying to get that big speed like into more people's hands it, it just kind of fell through because, I mean, the, the competition is so much better.
0: Right. It's just, it's, it's leaning into, and, and Bixby was introduced like maybe a couple of years ago now, back when like smart assistants were a lot more competitive with each other and didn't already like settle into like, you know, their own, their own categories sort of. And Bixby mm-hmm. still, I mean, Bixby, it doesn't offer a ton, doesn't offer a ton, maybe even not offer anything besides the Samsung integration, if you're in the Samsung ecosystem, it's just, you struggle to find reasons why it exists in a way. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's very similar with the other smart assistant. That's kind of below what most people would consider um, usable, like very frequently, which is Cortana, (laughs) which is the, it's the pre-installed one on windows. And um, windows has taken a little bit of a different approach um, initially when Cortana was introduced, it was kind of shown to be like very, very similar to Siri or Alexa or Google assistant, where it's like, Hey, you can talk to this thing and it, you can tell it to do things. It'll, uh, perform tasks on your computer, of course. So, uh, Windows 10 had a, had an update, uh, maybe within the last few years where Cortana's like voice, uh, authentication, uh, and like voice, um, tasks and like. Um, things you'd ask it to do have been kind of like swept under the rug. Where um, Cortana's more so like um, it's kind of an afterthought. Where um, I I, th- I would assume that Windows realized that um, hey, most people aren't going to be like asking their smart assistant to do things for them on their computer because there's not really as much of a natural need for it as there would be on like your phone or your tablet.
1: And yeah, so absolutely. and so
0: Cortana just became kind of like a little assistive uh, assistance uh, like sidebar type tool. Like you'll, you'll see it. um It'll recommend you things when you're searching in the windows settings and stuff like that. It's become a lot more um, a lot more nuanced and a lot, it's not even really a, like acknowledged by name anymore. So you have Samsung still kind of leaning into Bixby and trying to make it like very popular. Whereas windows seems to be a lot more self-aware with it and bringing Cortana kind of out of the limelight realizing that the the big three are pretty much um Mm -hmm. they pretty much all serve they pretty much all fill up the market sector and don't really need um Cortana doesn't really serve a specific task the same way that Bixby does aside from the, the big three
1: yeah 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 I totally agree I mean I think I think Cortana brings up like really interesting case study in that sort of like desktop form factor that I feel like no other smart assistant really can can even say that they've attempted I mean any of the any of the other ones on the list you really aren't seeing that on desktop computers yeah and so I think like I mean it definitely puts Cortana in a unique you know kind of space right but even they haven't really figured it out yet <laughs> um, right. um, And i mean i think that's more clear than ever you know with with the removal of some of the features it's mm-hmm. just the fact that like you know this is maybe this isn't working out that well because maybe people really don't need it or it hasn't gotten to like peak usability yet on desktop for it really to be useful mm-hmm. to
0: most people it's really they, they like like windows it, 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 and I, i've used cortana a little bit like in terms of the uh in terms of talking to it and like, it's it, it's been very, very minimal, very, very minimal. And it's like uh, what I've used it for has been stuff that's like really, really possible. Like if it was just completely gone, like I like yeah. for, for stuff, like uh, in the, in the search bar in windows looking up, uh, Hey, let's look up like how to s- like my setting a, a new wallpaper and stuff like that. Like it'll, I mean, it'll auto complete. If you're looking, if you type up setting um, it'll, auto-complete setting a wallpaper or setting the time or whatever right and it's like it's it's it it almost feels like in the next couple years they're just gonna quietly remove it entirely because i mean cortana is probably the only smart assistant on the computer besides like siri right because i think siri's on siri's on macbooks right
1: Siri is on Mac, yeah, which I have never found a use for. But, you know, that's my personal experience on the matter. Um, I know, like, some Chromebooks also do have Google Assistant built in, like, yeah. specifically the Google Pixel or Google Chromebooks? What are they? Yeah, the, the Pixelbooks. Pixel yeah, the Pixelbooks. Yeah, yeah, is Pixel that books. Called? yeah, the, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I completely forget. Like, that's how yeah. under the radar I feel. Like they so they, they
0: really books. have not been pushing those whatsoever.
1: No, not I don't, at all. I don't, but, I don't know, I don't know yeah. if
0: there's a market for a $1,000 Chromebook.
1: No, no, I don't think there is. And especially now, like especially right now. Absolutely. I just don't think that's what people are No, yeah, there's,
0: there's, there's, I mean, at a thousand dollars, you could get an iPad Pro, you could get a pretty considerable PC, or you could get a, you could get a pretty recent MacBook too. It's like, yeah, like, like, I don't think Chrome OS is, um, (laughs) I don't think Chrome OS is something that, um people with a thousand bucks to get a computer with are, uh, are focusing on.
1: Nope, definitely not. <laughs> and so that leaves the Google assistant on desktop kind of completely useless. In yeah. General.
0: And, 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 so. and like, uh, and with Google assistant, it's like most people are obviously on either windows or Mac. Right. So it's yeah. like, so it's like, it's almost like smart assistants in general on the desktop have kind of fizzled out. Um, and not really seen yeah. their their specific use case um, yep. and that's kind of a good that's kind of a good uh, segue into uh, Alexa because Alexa mm-hmm. Alexa is a very uh, platform specific uh, smart assistant obviously it's only available on the um, it's available on the Amazon echoes like uh, the whole the whole lineup except yes. I'm again you uh, I could be wrong in this but I think you can get Alexa on the Amazon app And you can like, you can, you can like dictate small things for it to do, but it's like, it's a really, really, really small portion of people that are going to download the Amazon app to get a to get in there. People that have the Amazon app, let's say, are going to go into the like Alexa section, right? Um, They're going (laughs) to click on it. They're going to use Alexa. They're going to ask it something on their phone that probably already has Siri or Google assistant on it. Um, And then they're going to have it do. Basically, something very, very limited. I mean, like, sure, there, there could be the use case where you're away from home and your your home has like a ton of echoes around it, right? Or like a ton of the Amazon and Ring products. Sure, yeah. Um, and you ask it to do something remotely. That's something I could completely understand. Yeah. Um, but it's it, well, it it's very much it's very much a um, a really niche uh, use case, uh-huh. and um, I feel like most people using Alexa are obviously just going to use it to simply dictate simple things around their house. And for that, it does it really well. It does. It does indeed.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was just going to say like, I I think um, like on, on the phones, like especially, I think it was the idea with the Amazon app was kind of like, a Trojan horse strategy that failed. <laughs> like, right. like I there have been like some good attempts at like I mean, I think like the Google Meet with um, Gmail integration, I think that was a really smart idea on their part. And whether or not it was successful, I think it was smart. Yeah. But yeah, it, at the end of the day, that's that's what like Alexa is mainly built for home control. I of mean course. that's what people are using it for because yeah, yeah of course the echo, right? Um, that's what made yeah, it so, so like, popular exactly and so people aren't like oh okay like let me like tell alexa on my phone that already has many of other assistants (laughs) yeah like yeah it just it doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense but for what it does do it does really well which is an interesting thing to say the least
0: exactly and it's like that that's kind of what puts it in like kind of a middle tier between Syrian assistant and bixby and cortana where it's like Mm -hmm. it's um it's not available super it's not like very natural to use on all platforms um mostly mostly built like you said for the echoes and for um all the amazon's products like that and i don't think it's even trying to be similar to Syrian assistant where it's like (laughs) this is something that you use every day it helps make your life easier it can automate certain things for you and it just works really really naturally but like i don't think alexa was ever meant to be that even if it is a lot similar in terms of like intelligence and like usability to Siri yeah, assistant yeah. as opposed to um obviously bixby and cortana
1: yeah i mean at the end of the day i think the biggest thing for alexa is just the fact that like at the end it's a product i feel like more than any of these other ones like i could i could give the excuse sure that the Google Assistant is, you know, it's a it's a piece of software that they give away for free. Uh-huh. Although we all know that's not true because, of course, the data that you get from it. But like regardless or the data that they get from it. But like um, but Amazon's Amazon's kind of in a new position, too, because they actually get to sell this more than anyone as a hardware product. Of course. They actually yeah. Get to make money off of, mm-hmm. you know, this this Piece of software that they've made that's known as Alexa, which people, is really interesting.
0: Right, because like people getting the Google Home are like, mm-hmm. it, like it, inevitably more people are using Google Assistant on their phone than they are on the on the Google Home products because sure. well, one obviously, obviously there are more Android phones in the like in circulation than there are Google Home products, but it's like mm-hmm. Google Home on, uh, uh, like you said, wasn't really designed for uh, or uh, Assistant wasn't designed for Google Home products. Um, as much as it was the other way around.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%.
0: Okay, so obviously probably what most people were uh, anticipating uh, (laughs) above the other, like, very, very... uh, Bixby and Cortana more so, very under the radar and not very frequently used assistants. (laughs) Um, Siri and Google Assistant, okay? Like, um, they're obviously the ones most people use. They're the most functional... Um, they're the most—they're uh, the most intelligent. They're the most, I guess you could say, smart, right? Yeah. Um, and this isn't even really our opinion. It's more so, like, again, we're—we're—we're we're, we're doing our best to distance our opinion from this because obviously we're—we're gonna—we've been talking pretty objectively. I like to think about the um, about the other three assistants. I like to believe. <laughs> There's—it's just when you when you've used Siri or Assistant. It's really, really hard to find things the other three do that the other, that the main two don't do much better and do obviously a ton more. Yep. Right. So I want to talk about Siri first, because I think, I still think Siri is, um, well, I think it's like improved a ton. Like Siri is the classic comeback kid, right? Oh, 100%. Um, Yeah. Yeah. it's obviously, I mean, like, listen, Apple sells hundreds of millions of iPhones a year. I feel like that's a pretty fair thing to say. Don't know exact numbers, um, but obviously Siri is on every single iPhone, right? Yeah. And um, Siri, when it first came out, I remember this very, very clearly. It would always make headlines for, like, how bad it was and how it like, <laughs> was, like, really, really bare bones. It kind of hardly function. It would it would like, you know, misinterpret what you're saying, do it and stuff like that. Yep. And um, I feel like um, Apple had a lot, like a lot of confidence in it because through 2020, I mean, Siri has been around since what? Maybe the iPhone four, maybe even earlier than that. It's yeah. like, it's, 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 it's been the around. for from...
1: was the first one. With that. Oh, you know what? It was. Cause that yeah. was
0: what the, that's what the S initially that's meant. That's was. right. Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. And so, and so like, again, now you're, now you're, seven eight iphones later and like probably like eight or nine years later and siri really improved like siri is really good with context nowadays um i th- the the voices stay generally the same but it feels like it has like better inflections and stuff it's a lot more natural for you yeah for you talking to it and siri
1: yeah go sorry. ahead sorry <laughs> oh i was just like I dare say it's a lot more natural too. like the voice in general like it sounds a lot friendlier it sounds a lot more like comforting the -hmm. original Siri voice was in my opinion a little bit harsh and cold I mean like don't get me wrong I mean it, it was state of the art at the time but it definitely has improved a ton.
0: No, right. And it's like, uh, Siri was pretty much the first smart assistant. It was pretty much the yeah. first like major, um, like mainstream smart system. Cause obviously it was on every, it was on every iPhone and still is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Siri's really come, it, it's come, a, it's come a long while really. Um, um, cause cause even like you said, I remember, um, I used to have an iPhone 4s Um, and that was back when Siri was pretty much as functional of as Bixby, <laughs> if not worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, because at least Bixby allows, uh, at least Bixby um, is pretty good. I'm not going to, I'm trying not to gonna dwell on Bixby that much, obviously, but Bixby um, is pretty decent with recognizing what you're say, saying. Whereas I think maybe even the hardware limitation of the lower, quality microphones in in the iPhones back then may have contributed to Siri not being very good with understanding. Yes, that and obviously just the very early software. Mm-hmm. But it, again, it's it's come a long while. It's um it's maybe it, it's like I said as natural as Google Assistant if not like, you know, maybe even a little bit better with how um the inflections are because some people find the assistant's voice like the default assistant voice like the female one mm-hmm. I've talked to people who find it a little bit um, still a little bit robotic, And it still definitely is. Yeah. Um, but um, with Siri, I think it's really important. Maybe the most important improvement is the integration of it with the other, with the, uh, the Apple apps. Right. And like with everything that goes on on the iPhone. Sure. Like yeah. obviously since um, the same way that Google has Google calendar photos, uh, drive and all that stuff, Apple obviously has their own um and with siri um it it didn't used to be as integratable or if that's a word um (laughs) like you know with setting reminders and stuff like that that's pretty much was the the big frontier of the early smart assistants being able to set a reminder or a timer what or not right yeah um but nowadays it's like hey siri show photos from july or hey siri show um uh let's say set a timer for five minutes and then and then after that, reactivate Siri and say, "Hey, add five minutes to that." Right? Like st- context stuff and like follow ups, yeah. um, really, really adds to the like uh, the the personability and like how human it seems and how natural it is. Definitely does. Which yeah. I, I think the I think the people that are using smart assistants very frequently um, really appreciate the stuff that goes beyond just talking to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, it's like. I don't know. Like in my opinion, I think Siri is just like a really interesting. Um, like its its evolution is extremely interesting to me because it's
0: de- it's it's definitely had a bigger arch. It's yeah. a bigger a bigger arc of like you know improvement over time than literally any other smart assistant.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, you would think like okay, Siri like like we said already, like Siri was probably the first major consumer grade you know, virtual assistant, right?
0: Of course. And so
1: you would assume, you know, the first people to the party, especially with a, um, especially with Apple behind them, you know, all the money that they have, you would think that Siri would be, you know, miles ahead of the competition by this Mm -hmm. point. Uh, especially since like, you know, Google Assistant's only been around for maybe five years. I'm not even sure. Yeah. I mean like, but at the end of the day, like I think for a long time, they kind of, I'm, I'm just like, this is, straight speculation but i think they kind of coasted a bit because they really were the best even though even if it wasn't that good mm-hmm. um but then like recently yeah i mean they've like i can't tell you like an exact point but like they've been on this upward trajectory that has landed them right in the spot where we were talking about like right in the top two like because yeah of course like, it really is that good yeah but it hasn't right. always been that way absolutely so of course yeah
0: and i almost i almost wonder um because again, I'm I'm not good with the timeline either on this stuff. Um, yeah. But I almost wonder because Siri obviously was pretty much the main smart assistant on the phones for a good while before Assistant came along. Yeah. Um. So I almost wonder how much of Siri's improvement over the last few years was attributed to Google Assistant being like that main competitor to it. Because I think I think it's a probably a fair amount.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it for a second. I think Apple realized, oh shoot, actually there's competition now. Let's just
0: right think
1: about this. Yeah,
0: <laughs> almost, almost, almost not, almost waiting like pretty much until they're forced to keep up with the competition. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, because obviously, yeah,
0: go ahead. Obviously, obviously, like Apple in general doesn't really need to compete with like, um, I mean, kind of most companies just because. Apple has that unique brand loyalty that like is probably the strongest on earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's like, um, and like the phone space and stuff and in the computers, Apple's obviously always had the, that competitive edge. Like you have your, you have your Apple ecosystem or you have um, all the, di- all, like having Mac OS and stuff like that, That you always have Apple's, um, Apple's like the, the specific touch that just makes it, that makes those, those customers like, you know, on the fence, Really? Um, prefer an Apple product over something very similar, yeah. Um, and for a while, Siri didn't have that. Siri was just kind of, um, it, it just kind of did what it did exactly what it needed to do because there was nothing, there was nothing like even close to as good as it for a long time,
1: yeah.
0: Um, and then obviously, Assistant and um, the fact that you can technically, even though it's not like the most uh natural thing to do you can install the assistant on iphones yeah you install an, I can install an app use that and it works basically as well yeah. <laughs> the difference is obviously not the android integration since android's obviously google's baby yeah um <laughs> and obviously not having like the swiping and the like the direct built-in like integration of it that's obviously that's obviously the um downside of using it on iphone but <laughs> um apple was kind of forced into that corner by um assistance like really really rapid improvement which i think probably worth just rolling right into assistant talking yeah. about it a little bit more because it's pretty much um it's i mean it's kind of been mentioned with every other <laughs> assistant because it's like that's kind of the baseline to compare it to yeah i would 100 like,
1: like, agree yeah, yeah
0: like assistance like by no means by no mean perfect By no <laughs> assistance by no means perfect like no. it, it's, it's, it's obviously got its problems. It's still not going to be perfect in recognizing what you're saying to it. And it's, it's going to have its downsides just like any piece of tech. Right. Mm-hmm. But the way that Google over the last, I'm going to say five years. Yeah. um, Probably around, around that time frame. but the, the point of the last, the last few years they've used obviously the questionable, you know, the questionable you know uh gathering of data of people talking to it over over the years and using that to improve it as nice. as you know controversial as that is and how that's really probably i mean how it's pretty shady obviously um <laughs> yeah i think, I think google's think so. always had that problem where they're like everyone's always a little bit like okay you probably have my social security number <laughs> um and uh as much as it's like been kind of, uh, you know, iffy with their reputation on data on data um, rights and stuff like that, they have used that to improve assistant over time, and it has shown like substantial improvements. Oh, it, it's great with context. It's really it's, pre- it's pretty good with with uh, understanding what you're saying to it. It has so much integration, especially on Android phones, yeah. with um, asking it to I don't know turn on your flashlight or again set, set calendar events and then opening assistant back up and saying hey maybe change that to next week something like yeah. that like it's it, they it, they've done a really really good job making it feel so natural and just like you can just flick it open anytime you want just use it for a little bit it's going to understand what you what you want to do with it and it's real it's just it just feels more like what a smart assistant like it, it feels like more like a proper actual assistant to you like something you'd something you'd use on the regular right
1: yeah Exactly. And like going off of that idea, like, you know, it's I I think what makes Google Assistant so good and what sets us apart so much is the fact that like Google, first of all, their, their updates are insane because they are constantly updating it, which is something that like, I mean, I'm not sure what like. Alexa's update patterns are but at least for Siri they're not just like you know tossing out updates like every month or something like oh hey yeah. new features. They right? usually
0: wait for like you know the iPhone event or something like that to, right. to drop a bunch of drop a bunch of new Siri features.
1: Yeah exactly and like that's the, that's the thing that I think really sets Google Assistant apart is like what Google is trying to do and I think this is across the board what they've been trying to do for you know ever or at least recently in their, their product lineups and everything is like they want to give people literally options for every single thing that they need to do in a specific thing that they need to do so like for instance like the the google pixel camera right like i remember specifically last year's event not this year's um they they had the guy who unfortunately left the camera department but anyway um they they yeah. had him come up on stage and he was talking about like all the different ways that like all the different ways that you can take pictures on the Google pixel. Right. Like that was obviously the pixel is known for its camera. Um, Mm -hmm. and like, they were talking about like, you know, like now you can take night mode photos. Now you can literally take like, you know, star photos. You can take daytime photos. You can take close-up photos if you want to with like the, you know, shake detail stuff. And like, you get like the newer cameras, like all that stuff. Right. And even now with like the newer, like the, you know, brand new stuff, like you can take, um, portrait night mode shots as well, which is just like Mm -hmm. insane, but it's this idea that they want to provide you with literally every single possible thing that you would ever need to do with whatever you're doing. And so like with Google assistant, I feel like that's even more clear with all of the different features that they've included with the device, right? Like call screening, for instance, is just like a really small little thing that on like Google pixel owners love because hey i don't have to answer all my calls i can just have google assistant pick it up for me or mm-hmm. google duplex right these are things that like you don't see anywhere else no one else is trying this but they're these small little things that like when they come together you're like oh wow i didn't even know i needed that but wow you got me to the t like this is yeah everything. right yeah
0: <laughs> and with like uh, and 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 no i i it, it's completely true it's like uh google has um they know that obviously assistant is used. I mean, by definition it is used on more devices just because obviously there are more Android phones in circulation than there are iPhones. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, it's like the, 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 the little, the, like you said, the little trickle of features that um, you, you obviously won't, you won't use all of them individually very frequently, but being, but having that, having the ability to, have Google Duplex, you know, call your call and reserve a reserve uh, seat at a restaurant for you. Or yeah. he said uh, the 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 new feature with the assistant was the the wait for me, right? Mm-hmm. It's like uh, if you're on hold for a if you're on hold for a call, the Google assistant will wait on hold for you, and when the person on the line comes back, they'll give you a little alert, and you can go back on the call. Yeah, but exactly. The quality of, the quality of life improvements is probably what most people using smart assistants frequently are going to appreciate most because I mean, sure. Like being able to um, do the more niche things, like let's say, um, let's say book a flight for you. Right. Like Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's something that's really not going to come up a a ton for most people. Right. But um, it, it just, it just, it just grows such an appreciation. I think that's why, I think that's part of why Google's, um, brand loyalty is really, really good. Maybe even rivaling a fraction of apples. Like it's not even close, but it's like, you know, <laughs> it's, yeah. it, it, it's up there, but it's, cause it's like, um, whenever you whenever you find a use case for these features that initially seemed really niche, it's like, Oh, I mean, like, does that even compare to any other, uh, smart feature? Would you ever consider using Bixby to you know, calling up, calling an appointment for you or something like that. And it's like, no, obviously, (laughs) obviously, um, assistant has become like a really, really big focus of Google. Obviously they're not making obviously as much hardware as these other companies are as like Microsoft and, uh, and Apple and Samsung and stuff like that. Um, but that's obviously that's not to Google's detriment because they're just having all this time to focus on software and focus on improving their product alone. And just, The integration, the availability, being on every single Android phone, and all these features just coming together, because Google's always been kind of more focused on software than hardware, like ever since it was inception. Obviously, it was originally a search engine, still is, you (laughs) know, to an extent, Um, but they've they've always been, like, at at Google's core, like, they've always just been software above all. Yeah. So, like, the Assistant's really just a huge testament to that.
1: Oh yeah. It's just a straight flex, honestly, on the whole market.
0: It's, it's, it's really unbelievable. And I think, I think that's kind of like why Google assistant has become kind of the barometer to like smart assistants in general. Cause it's like, sure. Smart assistants in general are probably not used by most people very frequently. Um, Like in turn, like you're not going to be obviously asked most people, I feel aren't going to be asking um, their smart assistant to do things for them on the regular every single day. Um, (laughs) I'm saying that like in in general, like I, I I do just because I, I just find it convenient, Mm -hmm. but like, I I think there's, I think there's the breakthrough reach that they have to have. Right. So they have to do, they have to do something beyond ask beyond. I think I already said this, but they have to do something substantive beyond what you ask it to do. Like it needs to be able to make, it needs to be able to make your life easier in ways that, you might not initially anticipate in ways yeah. that you don't have to like uh force it to do intentionally
1: like Almost it's the same way that this is the same
0: yeah that's the same way like how assistant will um recommend you um restaurants around dinner time that you frequently go to right and, and like have like uh f- have like uh weather updates for you when you're um wh- like when you when you set your work address on it you can It'll obviously, over time, and that's the other big thing. Obviously, it learns over time, uh, Mm -hmm. adapts to you. Um, But let's say your your assistant learns over time, hey, you get into work at 8, right? And your commute's um, 37 minutes away. When it's 7 o'clock and you're waking up, assistant's already giving you a reminder saying, hey, this is how the commute looks right now. This is how traffic looks, right? Right, right. And it's like... that that's kind of why, objectively, I like to think. Even though obviously the the Google bias is there, <laughs> it is there, it is there. But like objectively, being able to do a lot beyond what smart assistants used to initially just do, which is just obviously asking it to do stuff, yeah, is really really fundamental, and I think it's really valuable to people.
1: Yeah, couldn't agree more.
0: All right, Luke it's it's been it's been so great, man. I'm so I'm so glad to be back. The other big change, obviously, um. You have, uh, obviously media arm is back, back in full swing, even though now we're going to be doing it bi-weekly. Um, I believe I mentioned that at the beginning. I'm not sure though. Um, it's obviously in the description and everything like that. Now, um, we obviously have the new, um, uh, the new cover art, uh, attributed to, ex- <laughs> attributed to one Luke, um, <laughs> you know, uh, obviously I, I, I can't believe I didn't mention that at the beginning, how, uh, you designed the new art, um, obviously always always an appreciation new logo um we'll we'll have luke's socials uh, down in the description as well as media arms um obviously uh fo- follow everyone follow follow them all if you haven't yet um really I, I really really appreciate the support that's still been ongoing even though it's been the better part of 3 months now like i i i've, I've still seen my uh, the the previous episodes being viewed regularly and i really really appreciate it as much as i appreciate uh Luke coming on today <laughs> happy to be here of course man but anyways uh, as always i really appreciate you guys tuning in to media armed and uh next time we'll be talking about 5g and specifically talking about how 5g has had has some unexpected and unexpected uses and some kind of unintended consequences of the mass adoption and uh i think this will be timed very very appropriately because the iphone 12 obviously with 5g now is is going to be coming out very very soon um within i think a, a span of a couple days of uh of the next episode but anyways like i said um be sure to follow luke on the socials and media on the socials and uh, i'll talk to you guys next time take care